Riding in Cars with Cats. I'm your host, Mike Tanner. And today I wanna to talk to you about a topic that's super important if you are looking at rebuilding your website. Um, it's not as important if you are starting from scratch, although there are certain ways where it could be considered. But today I want a little talk about understanding the importance of knowing about the analytics of your website. And I find it important because it's amazing to me the amount of times that we basically think we know what we're talking about and, and probably don't. And what I mean by that is the degree to which I find people make assumptions on their websites. So one of the things that we do pretty regularly is we take existing websites and we build new ones. There can be a variety of reasons that we build them. And um, we'll go over a few of those reasons in a minute, but what basically happens is we have individuals who are looking at having a new website built for a reason. I don't know what that reason necessarily is, but it doesn't matter for right now. Someone wants a new website and they want a new website and they tell you, you know, I, I think this is what I want the content to look like. You know, this is what I want, you know, pages to be, you know, all, all the different information that you would sort of need in order to, to kind of get going if they're providing that info. And one of the things that really blows me away is when you ask them why they want a new website or why they want this new content or why they think their website is working or why they think their website isn't working. Because the vast majority of people have no idea who's going to their website, where they're coming from, and what they're doing when they're there. At best, a lot of people will know how many people visit their website on a daily basis, for example. And that's not information that's super powerful. The reason I say that is because there's a lot of traffic that can come to your website that really isn't traffic. It's, you know, bots, it's, it's crawlers, it's, it's a bunch of different things that aren't really traffic. And so what you really want to pay attention to is the behavior and where they're coming from. So here's a prime example. I had a client who was looking at upping their, um, their spend on social media advertising. Basically, they were looking at bigger campaigns to try and drive traffic off, off social media. And the problem with this is that they weren't at all tracking what was happening once people were getting there. So what they were tracking was, you know, we paid this amount and we got say 100 people clicked through to our website. And their thought was, well, that's great. But the thing is, Facebook, for example, is gonna make sure you get a certain number of clicks through to your website. They're gonna make sure that they show it to enough people that people go to your website. But that doesn't necessarily mean those people are going to do anything on your website, that they're going to enjoy your website, that they're going to use their, your website as a you know, sales function, as a sales funnel. It just means they're physically gonna click on a link that Facebook told them to click on. And not understanding what they do once they get there is just 
it's beyond me. If you're not using paid advertising on social, it becomes even more important to understand where that traffic is coming from. Because if you've decided that you're gonna be posting you know, a lot of content on social, so you've decided you're gonna post blogs and articles and images, and they're all gonna try and link back to you know, these pages, and you don't know if people are actually using those, then you're really wasting your time. We've had people find out midway through their social media because they weren't using paid advertising. So installed analytics because they didn't have analytics in place and discovered that no one was coming to their website from their uh, Instagram feed. Um, no one at all. They had changed the link in the bio a few times but basically kept it pretty static and they were posting a ton on Instagram. And they were doing it to drive traffic but without understanding where that traffic would really come from or how it would come into play. They were just thinking, well, you know, we'll just post a lot on Instagram and tell people to go to our website. And nobody was. Meanwhile, they were posting occasionally on Facebook and getting a ton of traffic from those posts and so you start to think okay so we post once on Facebook and we get say a hundred a uh, hundred clicks through to our website we post a hundred times on Instagram and we get 50 clicks clicks through to our website amazingly it's not a great idea for that that client to really continue pushing their Instagram game. There's two options at this point for that client. Option number one is you basically forego Instagram and just really push Facebook. Option number two is you change your Instagram game to try and, and you know mix things up a little bit. But it just astounds me and amazes me the number of people who are not actually looking at that at all. They're not looking at where people are coming from. They're just looking at, oh, you know what? I posted an article, uh, you know, I posted a blog post on Facebook, and today I got, you know, a hundred new, you know, new, more people came to my site than normally would. You have no idea if that's why those people came to your site. Absolutely zero. What you know is that more people came to your site and you posted something. You have no idea why they came. And furthermore, you need to know why they came. So many people talk about how they hate all the time that's, that they have to spend on social media. And I don't blame those people. I There are platforms I love, there are platforms I hate, but I use them all because I understand that they're working. If one of those platforms that I didn't enjoy being on stopped working for me, I would call it quits. That'd be it, I'd be done. There would be no reason for me to continue beating a dead horse when it came to being on a platform that wasn't working. And so many people are doing exactly that. So many people fail to recognize where their traffic is coming from. And that can cause a huge problem. So when you're looking at a website redesign, 
it's important to know where that traffic is coming from. Is that is it's important to know where the traffic's coming from in any respect. Once you've figured out where the traffic's coming from, and this is especially from a redesign perspective, you need to know what those what that traffic's doing when it gets there. And this is where a lot of people sort of get lost on the on the Google Analytics train or on the analytics train in general. Is that they know that people are coming to their site, but they don't know how long they're staying. They don't know where they're going after that. They don't know what they're doing. And understanding all that is fantastically powerful. So a prime example, we were working with a client who had an offer that came through um, on their site. So we linked through to that offer from their social media and basically try to get people driven to that. What they had built into their site was not just analytics to say, are people going to this page, but they actually had it really well done where they'd actually have analytics on a section by section basis on that offer page. And you might say, well, why do we, why do we really care about the analytics you know, section by section? Hugely important. Because what we came to realize when we were analyzing how many people were actually taking them up on their offer was they were actually getting a lot of people that came through to their offer, but they weren't getting a lot of people that went all the way through to even seeing the pricing or being able to accept that offer. People were basically tuning out at a certain stage on that page. And we were then able to say, okay, well, people are tuning out there but they're going there, and that part of it is halfway down that page, then they're at least somewhat interested in the offer. So rather than just saying, people aren't accepting the offer, we need to change things, we need to change the way that information's being presented. We need to change when we're actually making them the offer. And those changes can be incredibly powerful from a sales perspective. What we were able to do in these cases was basically say, we can get these people to purchase things if we just understand what they're doing when they get to that page. And the number of people who have any idea what bounce rates mean, um, what pages per visit means, what time on page means, it's amazing to me that these people sort of look at analytics, but they don't understand them at all. So the first part of this that I would really strongly recommend is understand analytics, take a course, go online, take a class, whatever it is, understand what all these numbers mean on your site because the power that they have over your site is incredible. The other thing that we really need to understand if we're looking for a website redesign is and this is a very difficult conversation to have sometimes, is, is your product any good? Because maybe the website isn't the problem. Maybe it's not a problem that you're, you know, that you're not getting a lot of traffic to the site. Maybe the problem is, is that when people get to your site, they realize that the product you're selling is not really that great a product. And that takes a lot to be able to have that conversation. 
when we have that conversation with a client, that's not an easy conversation to have. Um, understanding that maybe you don't have the greatest product in the world is important and you can market a lot of things, but you, you can't take something that's bad and make people buy it long term. So understanding all these analytics helps you to understand whether what needs to be changed essentially when you're looking at a website redesign. If you don't have analytics installed and you're looking at redesigning your website, please install analytics. Even if you're actually having the company that you're gonna you know, hire do it and actually analyze it and look through, uh, that's really, really powerful. Give it more than a month. Uh, you know, if you wanna redesign your website right now and you don't have analytics, I will tell you that you should probably wait about three months before you start redesigning your website. You have three months of good, solid stats where we can understand where traffic is coming from and what that traffic is doing, and then you'll be able to have a better idea of what you should have in your new website. Now, some obvious redesign things uh, that I will just say right off the get-go is that if you're designing a website and it's not responsive, please stop designing that website. I still can't get over the sites I've seen that have been built recently that look like shit on mobile. And I, it boggles my mind that people still build websites that look awful on mobile. The other thing is, is that just because there are cool features doesn't mean you need to use said features. Just because there's a neat way to provide information or you think that a counter is really cool or a countdown timer is really cool, cool doesn't matter when it comes down to it. Content has nothing to do with cool. Content has to do with reaching your customer. So don't just go ahead and say, oh, I want all these funky things to happen. Really take an idea of, of who your customer is and what they're gonna want. And the, the other part from a, and this is probably the only, one of the most selfish things I'll, I'll say, is that please understand that you get what you pay for when you're looking at a website redesign. So I've recently uh, done some proposals where I've been told, you know, oh, you're way under what other companies are offering. And I've had a couple where I've been told, oh, you're way more than other companies are offering. Why, why are you so expensive? It's not up to a design company to explain why their prices are different than other companies. It is up to a design company to explain why their price is a good value for you. And that's, I think, the part that we need to focus on. I'm not gonna tell you why company X is gonna charge you 10 grand for a website and I'm gonna charge you 15. I'm not gonna get into that. I don't know why company X does that. What I do know is that this is what our sites do. And I think when you're having conversations with design agencies, that's the kind of, those are the kind of things you really wanna talk about. So don't really get too strung up on the idea of comparing prices because competing simply on price point is not where it, it all kind of comes into play. So if you're getting a rebuild done, this isn't me saying, hey, come do it through us, although I would recommend us. I think we're fantastic. Um, what it's really saying is arm yourself with some information and make sure you know what you're talking about when you get into those things or make sure that you've seen enough work by these individuals that you trust what they're able to do. 
If you have any questions about web design or about uh, you know rebuilds, anything like that, please reach out. We're at One Red Cat Media on pretty much every platform. It's Mike at OneRedCat.com. Always happy to answer questions if people have questions. Uh, if that question is, hey, how can you build me a new website uh, without me paying for it? That's not a question I like to answer. Uh, I'll answer it here quickly and say no. But if you have questions about what you know, what I think are good and bad uh, things, features, concepts, etc., in the industry, always happy to answer questions. And if I can help you in any way, there's a topic you want to talk about on here. Um, please reach out. We'd be happy to hear from you. Thank you very much and have a great day.